midday which means it's time for the record here on fbi radio 94.5 and man we've got a good one for you this week we're talking all about the kim gordon record the re-emergence of one of the most influential rock stars of all time this is her debut solo album no home record and man is it a good one we kicked it off with sketch artist right there the weirdest single probably to ever be released but i think one of the best tracks on the album no? yeah definitely one that caught me off guard I, I i remember listening to it not really knowing what to expect you know obviously after listening to sonic youth for a long time you kind of you think that oh okay kim gordon solo record 
it will be in a similar kind of vein. And while, like, I do think it takes a few of its cues from her past recording experiences, I, I, I think that it breaks off into a whole new ground and kind of was one of the most exciting things I listened to, you know, in, in and around that time it was released. I, I remember being completely blown away. Um, which which kind of really took me by surprise. Not because I, was, I wasn't expecting it to be bad by any means, but I definitely wasn't expecting it to be as exciting as it was. Yeah, I think it was both the most unexpected releases to drop, but also one of the most welcomed uh, album releases to come out. Uh, I especially really like how uncomfortable and strained it sounds across and not the same between any of the two songs each song is obviously different from the other but in a way that it's also both new and inventive but a like coming home moment for Kim yeah and I I think that one of the best things about this record is her ability to kind of adapt to where music is at right now and you know not follow suit from anyone that's making music currently, but kind of taking that and creating her own new thing with it, which I is 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 in, extremely impressive for someone who is in you know sixty plus years of age. I think for someone to come back and honestly like tackle and be up there with some of the most progressive people making music, you know, that is impressive in and of itself. Yeah, and that's not at all to say that suddenly she's decided to re-emerge in the art sphere. She's been delving in fashion and art and doing things for quite some time. You kind of get the feeling, which she has spoken about, that this is like a another sort of cathartic release to her, written following her autobiography, following her the dissolution of her marriage and the breakup of Sonic Youth. Um, her moving from New York to LA, which is a pretty big deal for someone who has been so heavily chronicled throughout time as like the like a piece of cement in New York, like just sim- simultaneously one with New York City, Kim Gordon. Yeah, I think this is this is her flexing muscles. Maybe she didn't know she had. Yeah, and I think that's in part why it came across upon its release as really exciting because it's so easy for these big eponymous rock bands to just not really reinvent the wheel in a way where it's just recycling the same thing that was popular in their heyday, which to a degree, this album is her coming home, but not doing that like she's not repurposing things for the sake of repurposing stuff she's challenging herself with like an 808 drum machine yeah totally well i mean like you see this happen time and time again where these glory day of rock and roll musicians come back and they want to release a new album want to tour again and you know sometimes it works other times it doesn't and it's just a cash grab and i think that this is one of the best examples of a time where it's worked and also she's actually breaking new ground and doing something that is, I reckon, will be looked at. Maybe maybe not now because obviously, you know, you've got, to, you've got to wrestle with the Sonic Youth discography, but I think it will be looked at as one of the most progressive things that Kim Gordon has done as an artist, period. And a really important personal piece of work for her and piece of art for her, a record that reclaims her identity and herself as a person we're going to jump into a few tracks off the album no home record by kim gordon you're tuned into for the record here at fbi radio 94.5
this track kind of starts to unpack some of the key themes of the album to do with capitalism, um, commodification, and in particular, how the sharing economy is maybe not all that it's cracked up to be. It's called Airbnb.
Airbnb, we went to Paprika Pony, into the standout single, first release and tease of brand new music, solo music from Kim Gordon, Murdered Out. My name's Maya Billick, I'm joined by Dan Gordon. We are on For The Record right here on FBI Radio 94.5. We set the scene for the debut Kim Gordon record a little earlier. Yeah, it's wild to think that this is an accurately labelled her debut, but it's for someone who's been in and around music for 80s. so long and has released so much, to only just now release your debut, you know, after after the fact of, of you know, what would maybe be considered your glory days as an artist is yeah. pretty wild. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Also, just want to give a quick shout out, Paprika Pony, great name for a song, one of the best on the album. When we kicked off the show, we mentioned how this record is, I guess, kind of literally about Kim Gordon coming back to her roots, going back home. And in doing so, she's really stripped things back to the very early days of like her 80s setup, like a few few little pedals, a little drum machine, and everything is put together in that like early, early Kim Gordon uh, collage form of music. She's really brought things down to that level. And you can hear that on something like um, Paprika Pony and um, 
Airbnb where it's like warbles of guitars really tightly and then her lyrics and then it comes back like tension like a rubber band being pulled moving constantly throughout these songs. Yeah, but I I think and I like hearing that rockier side of Kim, but I think the the thing that impressed me most about this album is her being able to channel um you know, more, more quote unquote youthful elements of music like incorporating 808s and and having lots of yeah. sub bass or in and around the whole record. I think that for me was the most exciting thing about this project is having a voice like Kim Gordon surrounded by all this like chaos and and I think that it must have been such a such an interesting position to put yourself in as an artist being like, all right, because I'm sure that she's into all that stuff. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that it's, she's just gotten in the room with a producer and someone's gone, hey, this is what people like right now. You yeah. should do this. I'm sure she, she's got the musical palette to be like, I like this. But it's just interesting hearing her voice in the context of, you know, an 808. Yeah, and everything is super brash and uncomfortable, scratchy. The beats are jarring. The lyrics she's mentioning, especially in like Paprika Pony, she's dropping she's dropping phrases in and out to broadly, in like a piece of word, spoken mm. word poetry, come to the bigger point she's making with yeah. themes. But I guess that and and the thing that the the other thing that I think is is really important to note is it never feels like she's just doing this for the sake of it. No. it it almost feels like she's she's bringing those elements into her world which i think is really really important that it's not like it's not a um oh we're gonna do this just because it's kind of like she's been like all right these can be in it but they have to be in it on my terms yeah and even the vocals like she's singing quite differently to how she would in sonic youth days she's still we're gonna play a few songs um that kind of foreshadow the turn she would be taking on no home record but she's always had this fierce fierce approach to music that she makes yeah and and her identity is well and truly intact and i think that it's so nice to hear someone you know not not give in to to wanting x amount of streams or and and it would wouldn't make sense for an artist like Kim Gordon to do something like that. I think she's always been well and truly her own person and doing things on her own terms. So yeah, and I think more so it's just that this record would be for her unpacking how sometimes when you dealt a really horrible experience in your life, you have to kind of be beaten down to a degree, obviously, and you have to destroy to be able to rise up like a phoenix from the ashes and make a better a bad situation better and that's sort of what this album is trying to get at we're going to listen to a couple of sonic youth tracks right now um some of the more weirder ones from the discography just to kind of get you a little bit more in the mood for the rest of the kim gordon album this track is called i love you golden blue you're tuned into FBI Radio 94.5. For the record is the show. Text in 0409 945 945. What's your favourite Kim Gordon Sonic Youth moment? We want to hear from you.
Welcome back. And for the record, the songs you heard are Sonic Youth, I Love You, Golden Blue, and Another Oldie Jams Runs Free into a piece of Kim Gordon's album No Home Record. You heard Don't Play It and then Cookie Butter. We played those two Sonic Youth tracks. Um, I picked them in particular because the first one, I Love You, Golden Blue, the soundscape on the track the warbles and the guitars and the seven minute drone of not only her vocals but the instrumentation that have suggested there's always been this sense of a tiny bit of sketchy destruction to Kim Gordon's work as a musician as and as an artist um, and especially in something like a four minute piece like Jams Runs Free that builds and builds and builds and has all the guitars soaring in different ways. Mm, and I think as different as this album is to some of the other stuff in her musical discography, for me it does, uh, after listening to it a few times, it does feel like the natural progression. Up, yeah. Like it, it it seems like even even though, you know, in the 80s and 90s you might not necessarily have been able to see that this is where music is going to go, this, this does feel like an avenue that would have been the right way for her to go as an artist had, you know, this come out... 20 years ago, 15 years ago. I, I, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't feel strange listening to it. No. And I think that's all intentional. And I think it does revert back to what inspired a really big part of the record was when, um, when Kim had moved from New York to LA, she was living in an Airbnb um, and especially one that had plastered across its walls, ones that had like affirmations about, live, laugh, play, all of that kind of BS. Um, And in particular, she wanted to make this point on this album that, one, people are literally commodifying their own homes um, to be able to make like a quick buck. But two, that on the flip side of that, Airbnbs have kind of turned into this thing that people can try on and being able to like quote-unquote, go for a holiday, but try on this really nice piece of lifestyle. Yeah, and, it, like, as someone who's used Airbnbs, it, I, <laughs> I never really thought about it that way. I, and more so, I, I didn't really think... I didn't think that it was it was such a weird thing, but I guess when you, when you break it down and you explain it like that, it is a little bit strange to kind of, you know, wander into someone else's home and, and you know maybe not do what they do in like general day to day, but like to some degree do like a lot of the things that they do. It is, it is a bit of a weird thing, but I guess it, the way that it's like kind of sold to us as mm. people is just like, Oh, it's just, you're just renting a house. Well, yeah. But, and it just kind of brings back to that point of consumerism. Like you're trying on something for a really short amount of time before you throw it away and put, try something else on. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's it's interesting that she's she's the one that's bringing because like like I said I would I wouldn't have thought twice about it like I it's just it, it like like a lot of things you know in in the modern world like it's just a, a part of every day to day life now I don't think twice about pulling out my phone at all like it's just it's kind of like attached now and it's just nice to hear someone who has been kind of channeling that energy for a long time continue to beat down that. Um, beat down that door and really, really hammer the points home that she was doing back in the 80s and continuing to do that now on this album. Yeah, and more so how she's suggesting that 
by renting an Airbnb, a part of someone's home, uh, the act of buying a lifestyle for a week or however long you're going to spend in this Airbnb has become a commodity and something that like it's sort of the go-to thing now. What she's saying is that things don't always necessarily come easy and there's a sometimes ugly underbelly to everything if you even slightly scratch the surface yeah and you can see that in uh the song we played earlier don't play it she's making a comment on this act of becoming a celebrity and being like a name that all of a sudden things that are associated with you take on this another element of value that you can't really pay for she's making a comment and how um on one side like she can't just have any packet of cigarettes they need to be her kind of cigarettes that she really likes that have been marketed to her as ones that she should like for example um i just like it because she's so real (laughs) yeah and i guess one of the techniques that she's kind of returned to is the cutting out of advertisements that she would get in magazines or in the newspaper and sprawl them out on the floor and then turn them into song lyrics, which we heard her do back when she was in Sonic Youth and she's returned to that technique again here on No Home Record, which I think is interesting that that's the the avenue she chose to take. And obviously it's one of the more interesting ways of writing lyrics. I definitely think it's a, a little bit unconventional. It's very pop art. Yeah. It's very Andy Warhol, very Velvet Underground kind of thing to do to just... But I kind of like it because it, it almost it, it presents itself with endless possibilities to where a song can and should go. I, I, I Rather than racking your brain for personal experience, you can take what the words are being presented to you and then adapt your experience to those words, which I think is such an interesting way of doing things. Mm. Yeah, I agree. If you just joined us here on FBI Radio 94.5, you're tuned in to For The Record, and we've been breaking down the Kim Gordon album No Home Record for around about the last 40 or so minutes. We're going to dive into a little bit more of the album in just a second. If you want to text in 0409 945 945 is the spot to do so. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the album. We're going to take you through to some more tracks off No Home Record by Kim Gordon. This next one, one of the many songs to do with harassment in the industry. Here's Kim Gordon's take on Hungry Baby.
From Hungry Baby, we heard the ends of Earthquake there. You're tuned in to For The Record here on FBI Radio 94.5, where we've been listening to No Home Record by Kim Gordon, one of the the most interesting, sporadic, crazy, uh, wild records of last year. As always, a pleasure to play an album in full 
and join you on unpacking the ins and outs of each album on For The Record, the album show here on FBI Radio. You'll find us here at the same time every Wednesday from midday till 1pm. You can listen back to today's show at fbiradio.com slash programs. Just look for For The Record or grab it wherever you get your podcasts from. If you want to get in touch, for the record, FM is the spot on Instagram, or you can email us if you still do that kind of thing at for the record at fbiradio.com. Love to hear from you. We're going to leave you here and taking you to lunch with Marie Dimitrakis. We're leaving you with Get Your Life Back. The end of capitalism Winners and losers Louis V Lyrical waxing Jumping off a cliff Your breath on my